Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Ladyboy Gigi, a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Ladyboy Gigi. And tonight's episode is on mindful masturbation. And I thought it'd be a good topic to get go into because especially for single people, mindful masturbation can go a long ways to easing some of the loneliness and some of the feeling of desire for a partner. I know when I was single for many years, it really helped me center in myself and get to know my own body and understand how to make love with myself and instead of just masturbating for release. And so I want to kind of go into what mindful masturbation is. Before I go too far, I've got Paul with me tonight. <laughs> and basically, mindful masturbation is, that's one way to phrase it. I forget who it was I ran across that called it mindful masturbation, but it's all about being in tune with your body and raising that sexual energy and really focusing on loving yourself, not just getting off. <laughs> and part of it for me is 
taking that time. I've even taken myself out on a self-date. We'll go into more of that later in the show. But I've also done things like really set up the environment for self-love-making as if I was doing it for a partner and then becoming very in tune with my body and not just focusing primarily on my genitals, but really caressing and pleasuring my whole body and doing some teasing strokes around some uh, really hot spots (laughs) and being really focused on the moment, being fully present with myself. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah. Through our training together, one of the things you've had me focus on is mindful masturbation, and it's completely changed the way that I approach uh, self-love and and sex. For me, before I started practicing mindful masturbation, I would put on some porn, and I would watch it, and I would stroke myself, and I'd get off in about 10 minutes. It was, to me, it was just kind of, it felt like upkeep or, or, or something like that. It wasn't something that I really paid attention to but when we started training and you started teaching me that this is a moment that you're not just trying to like go towards the goal of orgasm you are really taking time to make love to yourself a lot of things started to change for me I wouldn't like first of all when I do mindful masturbation, I don't start off stimulating my genitals. I start off stimulating the rest of my body before I, I stimulate my genitals. And like generally speaking, I as we've talked about in previous shows, I do the tantric circles around my erogenous zones uh, before even really starting with directly stimulating my erogenous zones and then you you slowly go further and further and further into it i personally like i know that you're not a a big fan of porn i i still really like porn but now when i use it in mindful masturbation what i typically do is either turn on a scene that I find really hot or I read erotic materials I read stories by people and I get myself worked up before I even touch myself but I don't use it while I'm actually masturbating I just use it to raise that sexual energy and once it's fully raised that is when I start playing with myself and start working with my sexual energy and through doing that so one of the things I've I've learned through you is um, energy work and energy work is very important when you're working with erotic energy and what is 
really best when you are doing energy work with erotic energy is learning how to circulate your sexual energy all throughout your body because as you've said multiple times on this show a lot of people especially men tend to focus all of their sexual energy into their genitals and they don't really circulate it throughout the rest of their body but when you start circulating that energy throughout the rest of your body your your ability to raise sexual energy like increases monumentally and the, the by not working towards the goal of orgasm quickly the orgasms that you have are so much stronger they're they're fuller they it it really can like shift your consciousness you know? let me ask how have your orgasms changed since you started practicing this so orgasms are always good and i still you know occasionally just go for a quickie orgasm because, oh i do too <laughs> because they're Those really good <laughs> they're really really good but mm -hmm. when you take the time to work with your own sexual energy and circulate it throughout your body and uh for me a big part of it is um is working on my breathing and when i realize that i'm kind of focusing in closely like on, on my genitals and i i get close i take several deep breaths and i like picture that energy like circulating around my body and through doing that uh, my orgasms have gotten they've gotten fuller they i come buckets now compared to what i used to do and like even after i have an orgasm when i was just jerking off and it was a mindless activity it feel really good I did the deed and then two three minutes later like it's almost like it hadn't happened but through mindful masturbation it takes it, it takes a, a longer build-up to to get where I want to go and the whole time you're in complete ecstasy and orgasmic pleasure and then when you finally do reach that state of orgasm it is absolutely amazing it, it it like it it knocks your socks off you'd like lay there basking in it for like it sounds half an what hour. you're describing is a f more full body orgasm oh <laughs> oh yeah uh, i know I, the first time i had my first full body orgasm i didn't even know what they, they were but I just felt tingly all over my body, and little—I mean, it's just the orgasm started like a normal orgasm, but wow, it went all the way through me, and yeah, and it became a full-body orgasm. It was like just—it's hard to put into words exactly, but I, I I'd it feel really it is. from my toes all the way through my body up to the top of my head, and. 
even above my head a little bit. <laughs> I'd be just tingling and feeling the pleasures just I, exploding in my body. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this is a, a personal quirk or what, but when I have a really good mind-blowing orgasm, one of the things that I become very aware of after my orgasm is uh, my tongue. And like I said, that might be a personal quirk of mine, but like the whole body like feels amazing and feels really good. But like for me, like in those moments, like uh, my tongue almost feels like it it can't be concealed by my mouth it just feels expansive <laughs> oh, like, <wow. laughs> and and i i think that a lot of people's experience will vary from that that's probably not super common but i think that if the listeners do take time to really make it a point to work themselves into a full frenzy before they allow themselves to ejaculate, you will find your body doing things that you never thought was possible. In fact, one of the things I would highly advise, and this is something I had you do for a while, was not reach orgasm for about a week. Maybe two weeks. Well, and for just us, it build, was about two and a half weeks. Yeah, that build that energy daily, and but don't release it through orgasm. Just get into the energies and the pleasures of building that energy and learn more about your body through this process. What was it like for you going through that? I know it's frustrating because... It's like you really want to come. <laughs> it, it it was frustrating, but it was also, you know, it, it was also enlightening. It, it felt amazing. And the way that we did it was fairly extreme because not only was I not allowed to touch my genitals, I was not allowed to touch any of my erogenous zones directly i was able to well this was the last round i mean initially when you first started Mm -hmm. yeah you're right (laughs) Um, of course the work that we do together is a process and we have a very we've been working together for a long time so it's definitely not something that people want to jump into Overnight, oh, it, some may. <laughs> you I never mean, know. <laughs> you never know. But, but, but I do want to. Expected. Yeah, but I do uh, highly advise take about a week without coming to orgasm, reaching orgasm, because we do live in such a goal-oriented society, and we're so it's so ingrained in our patterns that oh, I'm going to have sex, and that means I'm going to reach an orgasm. That's the goal. And so focus on the journey and step away from the goal for a week and see where that takes you because it can be incredible 
And some of the benefits I found from all this was that I had more orgasm control as a result. And I have firmer and much harder erections as part of this practice. Now, those are also partly due to practicing my sex muscle exercises, but, but it's also partly due to this practice of mindful masturbation mm-hmm. or self-love. And, and that, that was something that I was going to bring up when we were talking about uh, the, the period of time where I wasn't allowed to, to stimulate myself. I was still allowed to do my PC muscle exercises. And when you don't have any other form of stimulation, that is the best form of stimulation. I I remember actually last night when we were uh, doing our scene, you, you said that as you were torturing me, you actually almost came just doing PC muscle exercises and then torturing my balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's the sadist in me. I, I mean, know. It, my cock responds really good to being sadistic. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things that I find fascinating about you, uh, because you've been practicing this for so long, is that you have such amazing um, orgasm control because, you know, you have experiences like that where your genitals are not being stimulated at all and you almost come. Mm -hmm. But then we have experiences like when I, like, helped you edge for, like, eight hours and you were able to not come, like... Oh yeah, <laughs> your con- your your control over your body is absolutely amazing, and something that I really look up to. And like, part of like my training is actually just sitting in awe of that. And I I think that one of the big reasons you have been able to get to the point that you are where you can turn yourself on so much without stimulating yourself, but yet with heavy stimulation, you can also not come for hours. I, I think that a big part of that is what we're talking about, oh, yeah, is the practice of man, mindful masturbation. Yeah, it's l- not only learning your body, but learning what triggers an orgasm for you mm-hmm. and how to still stimulate and bring yourself closer and closer to that edge. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been practicing my morning affirmations, and one of the things I do in that is I bring myself close to the edge mm-hmm. and then stay there. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to the point where I have these, like, I can't really call them ejaculations, but just a little fluid starts spurting out Mm -hmm. just a few drops yeah and i'm riding that edge and it's not an orgasm it's not an ejaculation exactly Uh uh-huh it's kind of a mini ejaculation yeah it's it's just very very sometimes i can have like 
a series of these is that edge, that orgasm. And it's like, it's starts puddling all over me. (laughs) And I just bring it closer and closer and riding that edge is the closer you can get to that edge and not Mm. go over it. It's, gets more and more powerful and empowering. Oh, yeah. It's incredible experience. Mm-hmm. But for people starting out on mindful masturbation, it's really about discovering a whole new part of your sexuality. Mm-hmm. And this can be practiced by both men and women. Oh, yeah. Uh, it works equally well for both. With women, sometimes it's a little frustrating at first because I know for some women, they'll get really close and if they don't just go for it, then all the sex sex energy can drop off. And some men are that way too. But keep practicing it. It's partly reconditioning your body and reworking your your whole sexual energy and learning Mm -hmm. how to focus it. Now, it is important to do the deep breathing and practice the lover's breath periodically throughout your enjoyment of the flesh. Circulate that energy, and when you do get close, learn where that edge is and stop touching the genitals and... I often will stroke other parts of my body and draw that energy up and breathe it in. Yeah, you know, that's what we were talking about earlier, circulating that sexual energy throughout your entire body. And by doing this, I know a lot of men, their orgasm is just located down in the crotch Mm -hmm. for the most part. But by putting this into practice, you'll have these expansive full-body orgasms. And you can even learn how to have multiple orgasms that are non-ejaculatory. Yeah. Which are, and you, I know you've experienced. Oh, yeah. Can you describe what that's like? For me, when I have one of those non-ejaculatory orgasms, and the nice thing about those is... With men, a lot of times after we ejaculate, there's a refractory period, and it is almost painful to continue to stimulate yourself. But with the non-ejaculatory orgasms, like I find that those tend to happen when I'm really close to orgasm and then back up a little bit, and I feel my PC muscles tighten without me like tightening them and then all of a sudden this wave goes throughout my body and like there's a strong wave at first but it kind of continues to to go and it it it's strong at first and then still a little strong and then still a little strong and as time goes by like it's with an ejaculatory orgasm, as you've said in the past, it's like fireworks. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, like it all goes at once and you have this amazing feeling and then like afterwards you're like in the afterglow. With the non-ejaculatory orgasm, like you feel 
these strong waves just like wash over you and they and it can be as intense or more intense than an ejaculatory orgasm oh yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> and you can have multiples it, it's absolutely wonderful yeah i'd like to take a moment and there's a couple of books that are really awesome and while they don't deal primarily with mindful masturbation, they do deal with how to really experience fuller and richer orgasms. And one of them's called Female Ejaculation in the G-Spot, Not Your Mother's Orgasm Book. And that's by Deborah Sundahl. And she goes into how to have a non-ejaculatory G-spot orgasm as well as an ejaculatory G-spot orgasm and gets into a lot of the physiology and has really studied women's sexual systems and how they're constructed and all the hidden parts within a woman's vulva that you can't really see, but a woman can definitely feel. <laughs> and that a boyfriend can stimulate certain areas. and Or a girlfriend. Or a girlfriend, and really bring a whole new level of pleasure. <laughs> the other book I ha recommend for guys is, and actually I recommend these for both men and women to read both, because you'll understand more fully the whole sexual system of everybody. But the other book is called The Multi-Orgasmic Man, How Any Man Can Experience Multiple Orgasms and Dramatically Enhance His Sexual Relationship. And that's by Mantak Chia and Douglas Abrams Ariva. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. But um, both books are really give a lot of insight into some of the how-to on really exploring your body and learning about how your bi sexual body works. Mm -hmm. And it, they both get into a little bit on the breathing techniques and on the how to work with your body's sexual energy. Mm -hmm. And sex, you know, we think of sex as just this physical act, but it's also an energy. It's an energy within us, and it's very powerful once you tap into it. I, I feel like it's more an energy act than than it is a physical act. I, I, I feel that, you know, before I trained with you, I was really only experiencing my my sexual energy at maybe five percent of what I am now. Like it's it's incredible how strong and intense it can be when you really pay attention, when you really like think about what you're doing instead of reacting mm -hmm. to, you know, your your body's desires. Yeah. 
Well, it's station break time already. Boy, the time flies when we do these shows. <laughs> and I'd like to remind people to visit our website at ravenslayerleather.com. On the website, we've got training videos. I've got a podcast page where you can join the Adult Bedtime Stories membership site where we'll be discussing some of the things and really exploring together and sharing stories about what you discover as you put into practices some of the things you've learned here. So, And that's free of charge for the time being. We may start charging down the road. We'll just have to see. Um, but check it out. Join it and... Join in on the discussions. We just started it, so we'll be getting some discussions going soon on that. And I'll be adding little perks on that membership site, little exercises and things that we don't cover on the show just due to time constraints. And some of it's, you know, I'll put some materials up that you can download and print out, worksheets and stuff. It's not feasible to do on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Part of it is the the medium. You know, there there's some things that you can't really talk about. Yeah, and then I think if you really enjoy and get something out of this, check out some of our video training programs. I go more in depth, and there's worksheets and even. MP3 files that are meditation. Some of them are meditation files to do guided meditations. Some of them are morning. I've got a couple of sets of morning affirmations for to try out or use several of them and make up your own and then record them. So I've got both those both in written format and as MP3 files to listen to. So there's a lot to discover on ravenslayerleather.com. Mm -hmm. Anything? Oh, and we also have a link to our Patreon page and to our Twitter. And So join us, follow us on Twitter and join, join on everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Or? So... One of the, the features we had for a, a little while, and we, we've kind of scaled back a little bit on it, we really do want to answer questions from people who listen to this show. And in order to do that, we need to have people asking questions. And I feel like a lot of people are a little bit afraid to approach the, the kind of topics that we talk about it's easy to listen to a podcast because it's anonymous but it's another thing entirely to put yourself out there and 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 pose a question or or talk about give us feedback about what you think about our podcast mm -hmm. but i would like to invite people to to do just that because it's, it is completely okay to not have 
all of the answers, especially in this sex-negative culture that we live in. Yeah, where else are you going to learn about this stuff? Yeah. (laughs) So if there's something that you're very curious about, if there's a question that you want to ask... Or even a topic that we haven't covered that you'd like us to do. Yeah. We'll research it if we don't know the answers. And and I know quite a few sex experts all over the country. So I have a lot of resources. So if I don't know the answer, then I have lots of people I can go to to research and get good information. Mm -hmm. And And I probably have one of the more extensive sex book sex ed book collections around (laughs) i mean i've got a whole bookshelf full of sex ed materials not the type you get in school but yeah the good ones Mm -hmm. (laughs) books like the multi-orgasmic man or Mm -hmm. tantric sex manuals and the kama sutra and the female ejaculation in the g-spot and oh the list goes on and on i mean I've got actually categories of books. I've got books on transsexuals. I've got books on bisexuality. I've got books on homosexuality, on heterosexuality, and then books on just a wide range of different topics. So there's always materials I can reference and provide really good information. So, any other thoughts well, before we I, go back? <laughs> well, I was going to say, so if there are questions that you have, if there are is feedback on the show, if there is a topic you would like us to cover that we haven't covered yet, please feel free to email Gigi at admin at ravenslayerleather.com Well, back to mindful masturbation. And I love masturbation. I mean, when you think about it, I did see a research article a while back. I forget who put it out, but they were determining what's a person's primary form of sexual experience and what are some of the more secondary and tertiary and believe it or not masturbation was high on the list probably the highest it's the most frequent way we pleasure ourselves and partner sex came in after that and over the course of a lifetime and when you really think about it it, masturbation's been around since the beginning (laughs) And people have been practicing it. And it's in our sex-negative culture that we're taught, oh, you're not supposed to masturbate. Masturbation's bad. And there's a lot of myths around masturbation. But actually what I've discovered is that masturbation releases so many good chemicals and helps us feel happy and alive and vibrant. And I kind of wonder if there isn't a reason that we have so many people having to take medications for being depressed or kind of low energy. I know just practicing my morning affirmations daily and then 
doing, I practice a lot of masturbation, and I usually come, unless I'm taking a little break from and just building that sex energy for some reason, I usually come at least once a day and sometimes two or three times a day. And sometimes more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one of the things it does is it keeps me balanced psychologically. I have a lot of energy and I feel a lot happier. I know when I didn't masturbate and didn't practice some of this stuff, or if I just did the, you know, quickie here and there, it didn't have the depth that mindful masturbation has. And it really does release a lot of good chemistry that keeps us well-balanced mentally and physically. And I think it's healthy for us, both physically and mentally, psychologically. Oh, I I absolutely agree. One of the things I'd like to 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 say is that something I've mentioned several times on the show already is that when I first started training with you, one of my big concerns was that I actually had a, a really big problem with premature ejaculation, and it was something that I had a lot of shame wrapped around. And it made me feel really bad because I I really do try to focus on my partner's pleasure a lot. And it made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And through the, the practices that you've taught me, I have been able to completely change around my my control over my orgasm i oh yeah you know (laughs) now when i have sex like more often than not i i wind up coming after my partner is clearly ready to be done Uh, (laughs) and it also gives you a lot more not just orgasm control but firmer erections Mm -hmm. and then and for women too, it can get, and women do get erections. Mm-hmm. And believe me, for females, when you have sex once you've become fully erect, it's so much better than mm-hmm. when it's everything's kind of barely turned on yet. <laughs> yeah. And so this kind of builds for both men and women the ability to have better sex when you have partner sex. Mm-hmm. through this practice of mindful masturbation. It actually enriches your love life with the partner because you're learning about how your body works yeah. and how to have better control of your body mm-hmm. and your sex energy. Yeah, and I know that there are a lot of listeners out there who do not currently have a sexual partner. And they really oh, wish, yeah. and they really probably wish that they they did at least some of them. And I know because I have gone through periods where I desperately wanted to have a sexual partner, and I didn't have one. And it gets very frustrating very easily, and. 
unfortunately, being frustrated by not having a partner only makes it harder to find a partner. Yeah. Uh, because that energy definitely comes through when you interact with people. And it can really turn people who might be interested otherwise completely off. And so it is harder to find a sexual partner when you are in that really frustrated, like, mindset. And a lot of people use masturbation as a pressure release for that. But when they don't do it mindfully, it is, like, literally just to release a little bit of pressure, but that pressure is still building. And you're touching on one of the topics I wanted to cover in this show tonight, and that's to take yourself on a date as if, and do all the things as if you're taking one of the most gorgeous, hottest people you know on a date, and do all the things, plan it out ahead of time, create a romantic environment for yourself to come home to after the date and have passionate lovemaking with yourself. Take a good shower or bubble bath or bath or whatever you enjoy to prepare for this state ahead of time. Change your bed sheets, put on mm -hmm. clean linens. Mm -hmm. Take Do all the things you would do and then plan some special event for this state. Go out someplace fancy and splurge on yourself a little bit. Show yourself how much you love yourself and really demonstrate it through this self-date. And one of the things this does is it gives you, because we do live in a sex-negative culture, but we also live in a very couple-oriented culture in yes. many ways. And by breaking that kind of mindset within ourselves, I think one of the things it did for me was after I did my first self-date, I felt more sexually confident mm -hmm. and it radiated out. And I actually, within a week, I actually had a girl that I was interested in come up and ask me for a date. Mm. I can't guarantee that'll happen for you, but mm -hmm. you never know. <laughs> yeah. Because it will change the energy you project when you're out and about. Oh, yeah, out definitely. Socially. You'll stand a little taller, you'll radiate that good energy and just reaching those levels of, and I talked a little bit about it earlier, releasing all that good chemistry in the brain that makes you kind of shinier and prettier mm -hmm. <laughs> and much more confident and centered in your sexuality. And oh, yeah. believe me, people will take notice and mm -hmm. people desire that in a partner. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about what you want in your partner. You want someone that's sexually confident and very centered in themselves and have oh, yeah. some of these qualities. And so bring that into your own life and it will shine out. <laughs> One of the things I would like to, to say is that I, up until 
oh, I, I don't know, about uh, two or three months ago, maybe, I, I'm bad with time, but up until recently, I had been in a relationship, and then it had been about four years before that that I had been in a different relationship, and I either was in a relationship or desperately wanted to be in a relationship, but the last few months, I have not been in a relationship, and this is the first time I have been completely comfortable being single, completely comfortable really focusing on myself, and I think that a big reason that I am able to to be comfortable with that is because I have been practicing a lot of the things that you've been teaching me. And one of the m main keys to that is practicing mindful masturbation because it's very easy to feel lonely when you don't feel fulfilled. Oh, yeah. And regular <laughs> masturbation doesn't completely fulfill you. Oh, it doesn't even... I mean, it just barely... It brings you pleasure, but it doesn't really bring that robust mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like the difference, I don't know what would be a good, of watching people swim or jumping in and swimming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's fun to watch people, but or sitting mm -hmm. at a dance floor and watching people dance and maybe tapping your foot to the music versus getting on the dance floor and really mm -hmm. dancing your heart out. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a much richer, fuller experience when you get into mindful masturbation or self-love making. Mm -hmm. And I do highly recommend take yourself on a date, pamper yourself. Oh, yeah. I, th that's... Because one of the things I learned through this process mm -hmm. Before I can really love another person, truly love another person, I have to be able to love myself and take care of myself. Okay. And that has to come first. Yeah, definitely. And once I started loving myself, that kind of showed out in my energy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think, oh, that's vain or that's going to get you on this ego trip. No, it wasn't about ego trips. Mm -hmm. It's a self-love that's very more spiritual, I think, in nature. Oh, it's yeah. not an egocentric thing. Mm -hmm. It's a very deep relationship with ourself. Yeah, and another thing that I will say is that um, the relationships I've been in in the past, while I, I still really love both of the people that I had been a, in a relationship with. Both of those relationships were somewhat toxic, and I put up with a lot of things just to be in that relationship because I had this need to be in a relationship. And I think if you are able to get to the, the point where you don't feel this like overwhelming need to be with someone once you do find a relationship that is healthy and works for you you will be less 
likely to to do things that are are bad for yourself or sacrifice things that you didn't really think that you would sacrifice before you got in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it does create a much more healthy relationship mm-hmm. through this practice. And I've been in a with my primary partner for over 25 years now. And we have a very good relationship. It's very loving and we're very close. And I think part of it is because I do practice mindful masturbation and do some of the things that I don't count on her for my sexual life being satisfied 24-7. Now we do have a good sex life. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but I can take care of my own sexual needs. And so even in long-term relationships, I know in a lot of relation, long-term relationships, sex kind of takes this kind of back seat, so to speak. Mm-hmm you know, happens, or in some marriages, it becomes a sexless marriage. Mm -hmm. And so part of mindful masturbation can can really help reignite partners' Mm -hmm. relationships. Because, once again, bringing up that sex energy and learning to really truly love yourself first will make a huge difference in maybe rekindle some uh, and put some sparkage back into your love life with your partner. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like one of the 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 important parts of mindful masturbation is you learn what like really turns you on, what really gets your motor go- going. You you learn all of your like really hot spots that really make it very intense and by learning those things you can teach your partner like these are the things that really get me turned on and if you can get your partner to where they do mindful masturbation and they can learn about their body and they can learn what and also it is. we have the erotic body map training oh, yeah that's real good for identifying your erogenous zones and have your partner perform it. The first part of the erotic body map is identifying your own sexual body, where what turns you on. And we're all wired a little different. What turns one person on may or not, may not turn another on. And so by going through this and identifying it and then mapping it all out, it can be a powerful experience for really sparking that and bringing sex back to the foreground and and mm-hmm. putting it into practice. I know in our culture, we tend to get very busy with a lot of life. Yeah. And sometimes you just, one of the things I've done is I said, okay, I'm going to schedule some time each day for myself. And I want to schedule some time with my partner Mm -hmm. and make it a practice to 
keep that love life going. Yeah. Because it does bring so much more than just good sex. Oh, Although yeah. I love the good sex. That's I my favorite part. <laughs> One of the things I'd like to check in with you are what are some of the other benefits you found from mindful masturbation that kind of bleed out into other areas of life? For me, one of the big benefits is just a general boost in confidence. I feel much more confident in who I am as a person. I feel when I'm walking around in public, like I feel like I exude a different energy when I do practice mindful masturbation than when I'm not practicing it. And I find it really, like, really fascinating. And it it, uh, does a lot for my life because when I'm out in public and I feel this confidence through me, I I feel like I can um, be assertive when I talk to people. And I used to have problems with being... um, I guess maybe meek or something like that, where instead of going up to the the salesperson and like saying like exactly what I wanted, I I'd be like, well, you know, I'm kind of it. it I withdraw inside of myself, and yeah. it sounded like I was second guessing myself a lot and asking them permission to do things instead of just stating what it was that I wanted or what I felt. I know one of the things that's done for me is it gives me a lot more energy and passion in life, not just passion sexually, but following passions and get into sculpting, I get into photography, I get into doing crafts, I make kinky crafts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just have more energy and focus on so many things in life. And I have that energy boost from it. It's like I'm energized and ready to go. <laughs> I, I've, I've found the same thing. You know, for me, the, the passions that it has boosted is I, I've been studying math lately and like learning a lot more and recently I I got into the idea of growing plants and vegetables and uh, bonsai is actually like one of my my focuses right now and like it's interesting I've never had this level of passion for 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 things like that and I think that there's a lot of overlap especially with my interest in growing things it's like I'm feeding off of this life energy that I'm giving myself and Mm -hmm. (laughs) it translates into something tangible and beautiful and I think in a way for me just raising that orgasmic energy and reaching orgasms and very powerful orgasms it it in some way connects me with the universe Mm -hmm. the universe energies and it's hard to put into words exactly but 
I feel connected with all and and it does make for a better flow in life instead of trying to fight the current I'm flowing with mm-hmm. the current now yeah and that is an amazing phenomenon that I discovered through this practice anything else that you found that is really open new doors for you so for for me another thing that mindful masturbation has done in my life is that it has being mindful when i masturbate has bled over to being mindful when i do other things it can be a completely benign activity like washing dishes and used to do so many of those like automatic daily things completely mindlessly but now when I do things like wash dishes when I bathe myself when I clean around the house when I do any physical activity instead of just doing it automatically I find myself paying attention to what I am doing, how I am doing it. You know, it's like you're more fully present with yourself. Yeah, definitely. I I am, and it it has had a tangible benefit because, as I've mentioned on the show before, I have a mild case of cerebral palsy, and I used to and still am to some degree, be very, very clumsy. But with this new focus on mindfulness, it really helps me not make some of the the missteps that that I used to make. I I remember Mm -hmm. there were a few times when I was doing dishes here where I would break a, a, a plate or a glass or something like that as I was doing dishes and now like with the newfound mindfulness as I I do those things like I feel my my grip on whatever plate or or dish that I, I I'm cleaning at the time I feel the way that my the the pressure that I'm putting on it with with the sponge I you know I I feel things a lot more clearly well, it, it sounds like you're more body conscious throughout oh, the day oh yes and that's that's a big part of it and it, you know it just it doesn't just relate to mundane daily tasks oh yeah it, i mean i know for me one of the benefits is open that creative flow when i do art or when i do crafts it kind of gave me that more intuitive side of really getting tapping into that creative process mm-hmm. and creativity can be in more than just art it can be well like you said in your math work oh yeah that's a creative process mm-hmm. e- any endeavor <laughs> yeah can be approached with a deeper sense of creativity and a deeper understanding. Yeah, and I I think an, another good benefit that you know that that reminds me of is 
it also allows you to approach things from multiple perspectives, from like multiple points of view, because when you are very aware of your body and when you build this sex energy up and and it builds your other energies it gives your mind a place to be able to approach anything from multiple points of view and to like really tackle things in very creative ways it's yeah. it's absolutely beautiful oh yeah and you mentioned that when the other day or earlier today that it also impacted your relationships with people oh yeah that chaos is going on you didn't respond or react and become tied up in the chaos oh oh yeah um that reminds me i i just spent uh the last few days uh with my my dad and my stepmom and that's always been somewhat of a stretch stressful situation for me because in a lot of ways especially with my stepmom we don't see eye to eye and I noticed that there were times when my stepmom would say something or do something that in the past would have completely infuriated me. And it it still aggravated me, but I didn't react to it the way that I would have, have in the past. Yeah. And it led to me having a much more peaceful experience with my stepmom over the last few days than I would have had before that. Yeah, it's so amazing how something like masturbation mm -hmm. and focus and circling erotic energy through our bodies can have such a huge impact in our whole life. Yeah. I know I've seen it impact my life in so many ways. It's just... Plus, it's so much fun, and it feels so damn good. <laughs> I mean, ooh, baby. <laughs> it, it, it's actually funny. Um, at one point, my stepmom, like, mentioned, like, you know, there's something different about you. And, of course, I wasn't going to tell her, like, why <laughs> there were, she was noticing something different about me, because... That would have been just bad. It would have been a bad thing. But <laughs> oh, I do this masturbation routine every day, and, <laughs> and it balances me out. <laughs> no, we don't always have to tell the whole truth. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it did tickle me. It did make me kind of laugh that this thing that my stepmom would find completely abhorrent is the thing that helped me have a better relationship with her. I find it's interesting that you've been getting comments, not just or recognizing your growth through other people, like even your therapist you mentioned. Yeah. Really commented on how much you've improved. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you don't mind me 
hearing this story. No, not at all. Like it, it's it. It was really meaningful to me when I had the the last visit with my therapist that I did. It had been a while since I had seen her, and I had explained my relationship with you, Gigi, to her before, and I could tell that. It wasn't that she mistrusted you, but yeah. because she needs to be aware of things, she was wary yeah. of maybe that I might be taken advantage of or, or something like that. And then I didn't see her for two months. And then after I went and saw her again, like the last two months of my life have been completely transformative. I have changed so much in the last couple of months. And when I saw her and she saw how happy I was and how I was cultivating like new things that like really fed me and she could tell that my thinking was much clearer and that I was able to really step outside of the things that used to emotionally really upset me and use my logical mind to like kind of talk myself through the process instead of getting emotionally worked up and overworked up and in a way that was damaging she could tell that I was able to talk myself through things more and as I was talking with her about my relationship with you Gigi she like all of a sudden I saw something change and her go from being cautious but also like understanding that it was something that was important to me to really realizing that it was actually very, very beneficial to me and being very happy with the, the relationship we had. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing how a BDSM relationship can really provide such amazing growth mm-hmm. <laughs> opportunities through role play and scenes. Mm-hmm. And I will also say that before I I really started seeing her, before I decided that she was the therapist that I was going to be going to regularly, I had made sure that she was, in general, a kink-friendly therapist. Yeah, And that is very important to anyone who might be going through some emotional or mental turmoil who's looking for a therapist. It's very important if you are into BDSM or kink to, to find a therapist that doesn't immediately blame your interest in BDSM or kink on the problems that you have. Yeah. 
Well, we're coming to the top of the hour, <laughs> and it's time seems to fly when we do these shows and get into them. It's one of my favorite topics, mm-hmm. sex, and especially masturbation. Masturbation so much fun <laughs> and so good. <laughs> and... Mindful masturbation just takes it to a whole new level. And one of the things I found through this process was that I discovered new heights of erotic ecstasy that I never knew could exist. It was just so amazing the levels I can take myself to in this journey into pleasure. It's just... It's hard to put into words. (laughs) But do check out our webpage. And if you enjoy what you hear on this show and get something from it, give some thought about contributing to us. It can be a small amount, but any amount will help. We do have regular expenses for the show. And also have to buy equipment from time to time and do things that that cost money to keep this show going. So any help would be vastly appreciated. <laughs> and to help support us, we do have a Patreon page. You can get to it easily through the link on our website. Just go to ravenslayerleather.com, go to the podcast page and we have the link to patreon right there you can also go to patreon.com forward slash ladyboy gg yeah and with that have a wonderful night enjoy those nocturnal emissions and explore your body see where your body can take you explore that Body electric, that part of yourself that comes alive through erotic touch, through playing with yourself, through enjoying the pleasures of the flesh. Explore it and see what new heights you can discover through passions. Mm -hmm. Have a good night. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes.
This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.